0: Different types of tasks require a different amount of focus from you, and some tasks require more than just an hour on your schedule here and there. Welcome to She Leads First, a podcast for female entrepreneurs who are ready to build a brand that will become a revenue-generating machine. Hey guys, I'm Emily Sincada, a brand and business strategist with years of experience in both marketing and online product development. Each week, myself and my guests are going to share our own experiences and knowledge with you so that you can figure out exactly what about your brand is going to keep people coming back for more. You'll leave this podcast equipped with the confidence to tackle those big goals that are going to scale the impact of your brand and your bank account. It's time for you to embody that CEO energy and start leading first. After all, you're building more than just a business. You are building a movement. Hello, and welcome back to another quickie episode of She Leads First, where we know that every conversation holds the opportunity for growth. I am coming at you today with a productivity tip, really how to increase your productivity over the span of your weeks, your months, your years inside of your business that I kind of stumbled into. And I I found this hack very organically and it came upon by initially feeling a lot of stress and overwhelm in my business and saying, okay, how do I manage this? But later learned that this is Fact. I just ran across again. You guys know I'm reading 10x is easier than 2x. Or I should say at this point now, I finished it. We've officially finished the book, but I was so surprised to stumble across it. And inside the book, they have a chapter where they cover exactly what I'm going to be teaching you today or talking to you about today. And it was so surprising. It's one of those moments where it's like, oh, other people do this too. I kind of just Fumbled my way into this. It's so cool to see that there's actually evidence to support that this is an effective way to manage your time and run your business. So I'm excited to share this with you. And what it is, is recognizing that different types of tasks require a different amount of focus from you. And some tasks require more than just an hour on your schedule here and there. So What I mean by this and how I, like I said, stumbled my way into this was I was realizing that I felt so unproductive with anything else I had to do in my business. In the early days when I was only selling one-on-one coaching and I was filling my calendar with one-on-one coaching calls, when I let people book calls five days a week, It was like I had no energy left over to do anything else. And let me know if you feel this too, but it was like, even if I only had, let's say one or two calls on the schedule for a given day, I couldn't do anything else. It was like the whole day was spent prepping for the call that I had, let's say at noon. And then after the call, needing to decompress and not wanting to do anything in the time between my one to two calls that I had that day. It was just like the whole day was lost to calls. And I quickly realized like this isn't productive, especially if I want energy to be doing things like creating content and building out new offers in my business. I really cannot be spending every single day losing my energy, so to speak, to the couple of calls or sometimes many calls that were on my schedule. And so I started blocking off two days a week. And this is a schedule I've been operating on for quite some time now that I'm probably going to shift for the first time in the last, what, two and a half, almost three years here. It's been working really well, but I'm noticing that it may be time to change. But I shifted into, I would only take calls Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, and Tuesdays and Thursdays were my CEO days, meaning they were my days for me to work on my business and not on my clients' businesses and not on my clients' work. And I've always recommended this to people in my world, to my clients' To have their own days of the week like that, you don't have to have two, you can have more, you can have just one, like whatever feels good to you in this season of business. But having days where you do not have to plug into client calls, because like I said, this is kind of a universal experience where it's like, if you know you've got a call on the calendar for that day, that's all you do. That's all you get done. All the energy goes there. And that's really what we're talking about today is the opportunity cost that comes with switching tasks. Switching tasks is not as easy as it seems on paper. Our brains need time to go back and forth to switch between the tasks, to get into the energy of what you're about to do to switch your mindset over to quiet down the last task that you were working on in fully shift gears. There is time and energy lost in task switching. And so what I want to offer you to do is to start to organize your calendar based on the different type of work that you have to do. So following the example that we were just giving, you are likely going to have days or requirements of you in your business where you need to get on some type of call, especially if you have active one-on-one clients, if you do group teachings, if you do live podcasts, like there's going to be days where you need to be front-facing. You need to be on camera. You need to be just giving your energy outward Those are not likely going to be the days where you can also fit in, let's say, some admin tasks in between. Those are probably also not the days where you're going to be able to create something new if you're working on a new program, just because, again, you're going to have to massively switch gears and that takes time and energy. So instead, why don't we block off our days and organize our to-do list based on the types of tasks? And the three main types of tasks that I see in my business are first and foremost, those client facing activities. So, like I was just saying, getting on calls, doing live trainings, doing teachings, teaching in somebody else's program, getting interviewed on a podcast, whatever it may be, where you are presenting yourself to the world. That's a very specific type of energy. So, organize all of those or as many of those as you can handle in one sitting together on the designated days of the week that you want to be doing those. That's the first kind of task. The second big Type of task that I see is creative work. So, this is where you really need lots of time to drop into this. Creation work, like, for example, writing a curriculum, building out your videos for a new program, writing a masterclass, recording the masterclass, these types of things where you are going deep into creative energy, they need lots of time and space. And this is where you're not going to be productive likely if you're trying to fit it in 30 minutes here and there between calls, an hour before you have to go pick your kids up from school. Like you need, I would say, a minimum of two hours of uninterrupted time to just sit down and work because we all know it takes some time to drop into the task itself. You got to get set up, you got to organize all your things on your desktop, you got to get back into the energy of whatever you're doing, you got to review your notes from the last time you worked on it. It just takes some time to settle into these tasks. So if you have a lot of creative work to do, this is where I really recommend you blocking off those CEO days like I stumbled upon into my business, not even really realizing what I was doing, but where you get to just drop in you're not going to be pulled away from them to answer a client call or answer a client message or whatever it may be. You get to really just immerse yourself in the energy of the project and the energy of the work so that you can actually move the needle and not just feel like you just got into the task and then you got pulled away. Or the worst thing that happens, you get so into the task and then you forget you have a client call and you're like, oh no, I'm three minutes late. We don't want any of that either. So separating your creative work from your client-facing days already is a huge bonus. Now, there is a third type of work as well that you can group on those days where you have creative work, but you may want to separate. And this I call your back-end administrative work. Now, the goal as you grow your business is to offload and hire out as much of this work as you can. Things like perhaps writing your emails and scheduling them, updating your sales pages, updating your calendar and sending out booking links, managing customer payment plans and customer service inquiries. These types of things that you can easily systemize and hire out as you are growing, you want to make sure that you do because these are the things that take you out of the things that You truly are the only person who can do in your business, like creating the programs, like doing the client facing or audience facing work. Like you have to be the one to do those other two types of work. But this third type of back end administrative work, even if it feels like right now you're the only one who can do it because it's all up in your brain. Side note, if you want to work on that, go listen to my recent episode on getting yourself ready to hire because we talk about systemizing some of those things. But you're not the only one who can do those. You can hire those out. And so all of these tasks that pull you out of your zone of genius, that pull you out of visionary mode, you want to offload those as soon as you can. But I understand that as you are growing your business, there are going to be phases, especially early on where you are just not financially able to do so. And so then can you group those together whenever possible as well? I have learned recently that I really like to separate the pieces of these that I do in my business still from the creative work. Otherwise, I will just constantly find the back end work to be doing because it's quicker. It's quicker wins. And so I'll almost hunt for them when I need to be working on my creative projects as a way of procrastination. So calling this out so that you don't do the same. And so I have found it helpful to even separate those from the creative work on my CEO days so that I can just get those all done in one go, nice and easy. And it's out of the way, it's out of the back of my mind. But like I said, we're looking to hire this out as soon as we can. Now, Like I said, I'm shifting my schedule on this a little bit. And two days for the last two and a half years has been perfect for me in terms of what I call CEO days, which is where I was doing the combination of creative work and backend work. I was doing those on my Tuesdays and Thursdays, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. I was taking client calls. I am going into a big season. I'm already in it of creative work. I'm birthing a lot of projects this year. And so I need to be in that zone as much as possible. So what I'm doing right now is I'm rearranging my availability on all of my booking links to only be available two days a week for client facing things. Now, something that has allowed me to do this is I no longer do as much one-on-one work as I used to in the beginning of my business. So it might've been tricky for me to really pack all of my client calls back then into two days a week. That might've been too much, but Now, since I push more people into my mastermind, because it's really the best space to grow in my world, if you want that high proximity, I take on less one-on-one clients. So this is easier for me to do at this stage, but also necessary because I'm realizing that just two days of creative work is not enough for what I'm doing. And so you're gonna wanna organize your schedule and how you block off different days of the week based on the type of work that you have coming up. And this is when we need to shift Into our long-term mindset. We always want to be shifting into the long-term mindset. I feel like this is something that I encourage and talk about a lot because it makes planning and growing your business so much easier. But you might have to shift out if you're used to only planning one day at a time or one week at a time. Start taking a look at, okay, well, what's coming up this month? And if I don't have a plan, maybe it's time to make a plan. What's coming up this quarter? I think quarters are a beautiful way for most people to be planning their business because it gives you a long enough chunk of time where you can really complete a big project, but it's not so long that the plans might change as you go. So one quarter at a time is a great goal to start looking at this. So you can start blocking off your calendar appropriately based on the project that needs to be completed or projects, depending on how much you are able to accomplish that quarter. One other tip that I have for you, and this is really helpful If you are at a stage of business where you are doing most of the back end and admin tasks yourself, and this is not a revolutionary concept. I didn't come up with it, but I highly encourage you use it. If you are somebody that gets easily distracted, hello, I'm raising my hand. This is me. Time blocking. Time blocking is really just putting the tasks on your calendar that you have to do and deciding how long you're going to slot for them. My favorite hack for this is to use a little productivity timer. You can Google them. They're timers that are preset to different time increments. So I have one that's a little hexagon and you can rotate it based on how much you want it to preload time. So I've got like a five minute timer on it, a 10 minute timer on it. I think there's like a 15, a 30, a 45 and a 60. I don't know if I just did the right number of numbers there for a hexagon, but you know what I mean. So it'll automatically count down. And I find this really helpful because if I'm doing something, say like writing an email to my list, that task realistically only needs me about 30 minutes of my time. But if I don't time block it and if I don't set that timer for myself, that task might take me 90 minutes just because I'm getting distracted and opening up a tab and I'm looking at my Instagram messages and I'm not staying focused at the task at hand. So using that timer in addition with like putting my phone away and turning off my notifications has been so helpful. So funny. I don't know if you could hear it, but I actually just had to pause the recording because my productivity timer just started going off while I was talking about it. Its ears were ringing. It heard it from my last task. I had slotted more time than I needed and forgot to shut it off. So. It works. It really works to keep you on track. And I highly recommend getting one. Like I said, if you just go to Amazon and you type in productivity timer, a bunch of different options will show up. There's like little cube ones that sit on your desk. There's hexagons like I have. There's all sorts of different options, but they're just super handy because you just flip it to the time you want and then it does the work for you. So I highly recommend that as well as turning off your notifications if you are somebody that gets easily distracted. I've got no notifications on anywhere and it is the best thing ever. I am always on do not disturb. I highly recommend if you are somebody that gets easily distracted. We got to find ways to work with our brain instead of against it. So all in all, big hack for increasing your productivity week by week, month by month, et cetera, et cetera, is to take a look at all the different work that you have to do, organize it into creative work, client call work or a client facing work, and then your back end and admin work. Get those three categories and then see how much you have in each category and give yourself designated days of the week where you are just going to do your creative work where you're just going to do your client calls and your client facing work and where you're just going to do that back end admin work. I promise this will transform your productivity and you will be so amazed at how much you are able to accomplish in a week and genuinely just how much better you feel, how less frantic you feel when you are no longer task switching in a way that feels unaccomplishable because in reality it is it's not the way that our brains are meant to function give yourself the time and space that you need for the appropriate activities all right you guys my ask of you as always is that you share this episode with somebody who needs it it means the world to me and it is the best way to get this podcast in the hands of more people who need it i hope you enjoyed this episode and i will see you in the next one we we'll